Hi everyone, I'm Deja. I'm Liv, and you are listening to another episode of the Rebound Pod. Pod, 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 I love when you say come on, it really reminds me of the Ghanaian aunties that are like, come on, say hello to your mom for me. Love that, love that. The bag is under the armpit. No, I can see With a slight swing. Yeah. Oh, I love them. Um, But today, guys, very excited. So excited. We have a special guest. We do. We have the one, the only, the wonderful, D. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Perfect. Hi. <laughs> um, so just in case you thought that was me talking, I just want to explain the confusion. Go on. Let's do the family treat. Dee is my big sister. Yay. Also Deej's. Also my big sister. Mine by blood, Deej's by love. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's romantic. Nature and nurture. Aww. Yes, yes. That was good. That was, that was lovely. I really loved that. <laughs> Thank you. So we have our sister on the pod. We do. Um, so we're going to try not to talk at the same time. Yeah. Just in case you think we sound the confuse same. the listeners. Pretend you're me. Say, I'm Olivia. I'm Olivia. <laughs> I'm Dee. I'm Dee. I'm Dee. Okay, no, you're so um, annoying. I'm literally so annoying. Everyone's going to be like, this is not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Why is Olivia talking to herself? Yeah, literally. Yeah, literally, literally do you know why I mean? are they pretending there's an extra guest? <laughs> um, How are you? I'm good. Yeah, I'm excited, you know. Yeah. Living the Vida Loca. Yes. Is this your first podcast that you've been it on? It is my first one. Yes. So be gentle with me, please. No, of we course. Will. We, we will. will. I feel like we, we got you on and we are so excited to have you on because I think you are an expert of many things. And I feel like you've had so many like life experiences that mm-hmm. are like so valuable to talk about. So we want to kind of like touch on that in this episode. I don't even think we'll have enough time to go through everything, everything but yeah. like just to even get a little glimpse into your opinions on certain things. So yeah. Let's get into it. Okay, so I am the games master this week. Um, and She's been waiting um, for this. As Deidre and Dee, how confusing. <laughs> as Deidre and Dee are both uh, my well-traveled sisters, mm-hmm. yeah. um, we are going to start with a countries and capitals quiz. Ooh, that's okay. a lot of... Because countries capitals D G D. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. not sure what the. D- 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 okay. <laughs> so we're going to do a countries and capitals quiz. So um, I w- I'm just going to give you guys about seven and a half seconds to just think oh, from that's now. That's really precise. To yeah. think yeah. about um, your noise, your okay, game show mine. buzz noise. Mine's perfect. Okay, I hadn't quite answered it. That's <laughs> okay. So DJs is so because you jumped ahead. D, what is your your buzz noise? Wakanda forever. Oh, <laughs> yes, uh, we yeah, love that. Good one. And DJ, what is your buzz noise? Perfect. Okay, perfect. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Just so that I don't show any, do you know what I mean, favoritism. Okay, so <clears throat> there's 20 questions, okay? Wow. Please keep track of your own points. Okay? Oh, okay. Just, don't have, just, in your, just on your I'll hand, damn it. You've got 10 fingers. That's, that's in the home. Yeah, but then you. if I win. Oh, got that fight sorry talk. sis it's okay do you know what <laughs> sis is gonna come in and be humble she's gonna be like yeah I'll just, this is the capital yeah yeah and i'm gonna get one point <laughs> i could have used my damn fingers all right i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep track of scores okay, okay. cool so question number one hmm. buenos aires is the capital of which country wakanda forever <laughs> d brazil uh-uh. 
Perfect. DJ, over to you. Argentina. Ah, uh, correct. Bow, 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 bow. Thought I'd let you have that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, just that. I get it. I On get a it. humble thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Question two. Mm. What you can play at home as well. <laughs> Question two. What is the capital of Poland? Perfect. Yeah. Warsaw. Correct. Two nil. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's I'm just getting that. warmed up. Okay. I think. Oh. Okay. No. Question three. What is the capital of North Korea? If you can't pronounce it, that's okay, because neither can I. Mm. I don't even know. I don't know. Yeah, it's completely slipped my mind. Okay, uh, wow, slipped her mind. So she's saying that she knows what it is. No, I think she's I do. Like, when you say it, I, I'm going to be like, of course. It's Pyongyang. Pyongyang, oh, yes. uh, of course. Sorry, guys, right now, I think they're both being so fake. But no, 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 no for real. It, it was but, like, but I guys, could see the word, but I couldn't pronounce yeah. it. And I was like, oh, well, it begins with a P. I'm I not knew sure. It was like, yeah, you know like, what, guys? Two I wish syllables. this was filmed, because if you can see my face, I... Like, she doesn't believe us. Yeah, but both all. of their faces are really genuine. Like, I really yeah. think they know it. Pyongyang. Yeah. Sorry, did you guys know <laughs> that Pyongyang? Or is it just me that doesn't? Because... These are moving. That's like why we're knowledge. doing the quiz and you're the game. That's absolutely. <laughs> That's actually facts. Okay. Question four. Canberra is the capital of which country? Well, kind of forever. Deanne. Australia. Well done. Wow. A lot that of people think it's Sydney, but it's not. It's not. I would yeah. have said Sydney, Melbourne. I would have said. I would have said all well. of those before that. I didn't even know that was a place in Australia. Okay. My knowledge of Australia is poor. Um, we're gonna speed it up. Hanoi is the capital of which? Well, kind of forever. Vietnam. Vietnam. Yeah. Correct. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, question number six. What is the capital of Peru? Oh. Gonna have to press you on this one, ladies. Yeah, I pass. Don't know. Okay, it is Lima or Lima. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lima. Okay. Um, Helsinki is the capital of which country? Perfect. Yeah. Sweden. No, I'm gonna pass that it's, over to Dean. Norway. Oh, it's Finland, no, you're it? both wrong. It is Finland. Finland. I knew it. Was Unfortunately, I can't give her the point. Why? First answers only. Oh, um, you didn't say that at the beginning of the game. Give her the point then. Run right, it yeah. up. Run it up. It's okay. No, I'm giving oh, you the point. Just. Thanks. We're at three two right now. Okay. Rabat is the capital of which African country? Sugar, I should I've know this. You. It's um. It's a North African country, I feel. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Algeria. Incorrect, D. Is it Morocco? Correct! Ding, ding, ding! Yes. Amazing. Um, people think it's Marrakesh and it's not. It's not. No. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to do... I would have thought it was Marrakesh. Three more. Mm. Um, what is the capital of Canada? What kind of forever? Yeah. Is it like Ottawa? Correct. Well, Ottawa. That next one. Do you know what? I asked that one because I thought you would think it was Toronto. No. Yeah. I, Again, I a lot of people think it's Toronto. You're or getting Quebec. all the ones right that people would. Yeah. 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 I like that. That is teaching the people out here. Mm. Um, oh, okay. Two more from this point. Okay. Um, <laughs> Abuja is the capital of which African country? Perfect. Yep. Nigeria. Correct. I thought it was Lagos. Yeah, I actually thought it was Lagos as well, but obviously Abuja is like it. quite a 
well-known like city Sitter. yeah um okay and the last one which this is this is you're gonna have to concentrate also because i don't ask questions oh. properly so you're gonna have to concentrate did okay. you think that we weren't concentrating before yeah no but this Insult. one you're <laughs> Were we looking cat? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, super easy. <laughs> Which country has the same country name as it's Perfect. Djibouti. Djibouti. In Africa. Incorrect, but I'm going to let you let me carry on. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to continue the question. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to take that as an answer. Okay. Okay. Which country shares the name of the country and the capital city with the word city at the end Vatican City incorrect over to you DJ can you repeat the question please game master which country (laughs) has the same country name and capital city name just with the word city added on the end I think I know it oh say Wakanda forever yeah go on I've already guessed Wakanda forever (laughs) yes is it Luxembourg City? Incorrect. Oh. Okay. DJ, I'm going to pass you to the final chance now. Yeah, I, don't, I actually don't know. Try. I actually don't know. What was it? You're out of time. <laughs> <laughs> the answer was Mexico. Oh, of course. Oh. I'm quite disappointed because that is bait. Sorry, even I would have known that. Yeah, but I was thinking of all the countries that have the same like yeah. country and capital so like singapore or monaco but yeah oh i didn't know singapore and monaco capital city mm. of singapore it's in really fantastic how i don't understand is there a place called singapore in singapore yeah the capital singapore oh my gosh that's tight in my head <laughs> <laughs> what that's what i was trying to say that i like thought your vatican question city was is vatican city yeah like i thought your question was which country like is it same capital? has the yeah the same country name as the capital Wait, so the one you said, Jib- Jib- shit. Djibouti. Djibouti? It's, it's an Djibouti. African country. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, t- the capital is Djibouti. Wait, so just to be clear, because I'm Djibouti. So Djibouti. <laughs> Djibouti. Sorry. Djibouti. Are they, so they don't have a capital, the country is a capital, or they have a capital city with the same name as the country? They have the capital city that has the same name as the country. So yeah. it's like if London was called England. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I thought you guys were saying like, the whole country. It's just England. Yeah. Like the no, 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 no. It's not just like blob on the map. Yeah, like yeah. it's got a capital and it's the same name. How terrifying. Okay. Well, <laughs> Is it terrifying or do you just not understand? I just don't understand. <laughs> Normalise <laughs> saying that you just don't yeah. understand. It's okay. <laughs> I won't judge you. There's no judgment around here. <laughs> that was a really fun quiz. Thank you. I like that. You did really well, actually. Thank so you. obviously I oh, lost. Yeah, what's the scores? Um, so D got f- six. Mm-hmm. Wait, hang on. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, you got five, okay. and I got three. Okay, so maybe that was eight. Sorry, I didn't know I shortened it that much. No, no, it's, there was some that we didn't get. There were probably oh, about three yeah, or four that we didn't long. actually guess. Yeah. So. Wow, well done. Yeah. Woo! Good game. Well done, I mean, I should master. probably just say I let I let D win. Right. <clears throat> because I thought it wouldn't be fair if we asked you to come on the pod and then I won. And then, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, so. I can Big up you really for winning. Yeah. And your reward for winning is that we will release this episode. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, really Thank you. Thank We're everyone. not just wasting your time. You yeah. will, this episode will come out. Um, <laughs> so why did we do um, a travel quiz? Well, or we like did a... a travel quiz because my sister doesn't live in England. She's nope. an explorer. She's not an explorer. D the explorer. 
Laura. Um, yeah, so my sister, my big sister, um, she lives in Qatar. Um, mm. I do. Can I just say, I actually all this time thought it was Qatar. Okay, so... Can we talk about that? What is it Qatar? <laughs> so He's like, you uncultured swine. <laughs> God. We don't talk about swine there, but okay. <laughs> First of all. First of all. Um, well, Brits, we would say Qatar. No, we don't. No, we say Qatar. We say Qatar. Right. Qatar, darling. Qatar. Qatar, Qatar my God. Uh, but right. in Qatar, the it's people Qatar. there say Qatar. So it's right. like pronounced K-A-T-T-E-R. Phonetically, yes. Wow. Like and the you Arabic know, version. I like that you said phonetically because what do you do for a living, sis? <laughs> I'm a teacher. Yeah. yeah. Um, what, what, what do you teach? I teach reception. Mm-hmm. Um, age, so they are four and five years old. They're the little ones. The babies. They're so cute. Babies. Oh. They're so cute. I've been teaching for 11 years and they are still wow. cute. Yeah. Um, Have you always taught reception age? Mostly. Reception in year one. Hmm. Um, I did some supply teaching in my first year. So I taught from nursery up to year six. And I uh, hated year six. I'm <laughs> <laughs> them regular ass kids. Honestly, so like, it takes the someone very special to teach those older children. Really? And secondary. Absolutely. Yeah. Whereas you prefer secondary, Absolutely, right? Absolutely, yeah. Wow. We're literally so opposite in yeah, that Yeah, we're way. polar opposites. Yeah. Give me a, a little person anytime. Give me a tiny human. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and, and all their questions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So many questions. And they're just so excited about the world to... Yeah, mm. learn and, you know, trying to teach a child that's for science is far more exciting than a year six child mm. preparing yeah. them for SATs or I something. Yeah, I can imagine that's true. Yeah. And have you, how long have you been teaching outside of the UK? Eight years. It's coming up to eight years this wow. September. Um, Amazing. So, yeah, tell us about that. Tell us about your teaching experience here and why you decided to move abroad. Um, so I taught here for, actually it was four years here. Maybe mm. I'm coming up to my ninth year. Dang wow. Um, <laughs> abroad. <laughs> so I was here for four years and, um, I, you know, I, I qualified here and stuff and mm. I liked it. I loved supply teaching because I got to see lots of different schools and things and, uh, teach different age groups. And then after that, when I did my NQT year, I went into reception and it was very new for me because mm. my I always thought that I would teach older children, mm-hmm. but actually there's something very special about those younger kids. Mm. So I did that for three years and I worked in like Battersea. Mm. It was really nice. The kids were from all over and I loved that I would get these kids that didn't speak English, mm. um, you know, trying to teach a child uh, who's Polish English or, mm-hmm. you know, Argentinian it was really interesting and the mm. things they would bring. I, I would learn so much from them about their cultures. And Is that then, how you won the quiz? Uh, yeah, <laughs> basically. I learned from four-year-olds. <laughs> um, yeah, it was really special. And then I think it was just the pressure of Ofsted and mm. just the long hours, working hours. I'd go into work for like seven, eight o'clock in the morning. I would be coming back home at seven you mm. you can't sustain that mm-hmm. or i couldn't sustain that yeah. mm-hmm. and i think for a lot of teachers they just leave the profession like mm-hmm. amazing teachers leave the profession because mm-hmm. they can't keep up because of the pressure from the government mm. um but i thought i would you know 
turn it into a different direction. So mm-hmm. I went abroad. And and what was your first country? Have you been in Qatar all this time or? No, the first country I went to was Tanzania. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with Tasmania. <laughs> Many people <laughs> wow you went all the way there so have you been to australia no because tanzania is in east africa it's africa yeah um, not australia asia and yeah and, absolutely and did you feel like you was on your gap year in tanzania or was did you it... have gap year pants no yeah. <laughs> elephant pants gap year pants no you have gap year pants yeah because she got to be <laughs> Um, did you did you take um, pictures with some children, some street children, no. um, and smile with them, and no. then do a long caption on Facebook about how upsetting it is um, to see children in Africa? No. Or was that was your experience a little bit different? Than <laughs> it was a little bit different because you know I am a professional teacher, yes. so I went and taught children mm-hmm. um, the British curriculum. And yeah, talk about talk about some of the myths of. When you first told people, when you come back and tell family or friends that you're working in Tanzania versus the reality Mm. of Tanzania and the school you were teaching at and the students you were teaching. Mm. Okay, so first of all, people thought that I lived in a hut. (laughs) I didn't. I had a nice one-bedroom flat Mm -hmm. uh, with a little garden, Mm. uh, which was on the school compound. Um, Another thing, people thought that the children didn't speak English they did majority of the children spoke several languages mm-hmm. but one of flex. them was english and they <laughs> would flex. Flex. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> because they would speak uh, swahili which is like the national language spoken there and mm. then they would probably have like a language that they speak in the village mm. um or their tribe language and then they would speak english mm-hmm. because most of the television programs are in english mm-hmm. so these children would have this like Disney, we used to call it the Disney Channel accent, where they say, oh, Miss, Miss Burke, (laughs) so what are you doing for Christmas? (laughs) Are you going back to the UK for Christmas? Yeah, I'm going to Dubai. Like, okay. Big flex. Yes, yes, that was another thing. People thought that I was going to um, teach uh, children, deprived children, Mm -hmm. and I I wasn't. Mm -hmm. I was actually in an international school teaching the more wealthy Mm. East Africans who Mm. sent their children to that school. It was also a boarding school. Um, You know, we had politicians' children Mm. um, at the school Mm -hmm. and they were wealthier than us Western teachers teaching them. Mm. Mm. Um, I was there at a time where like the Beats headphones came out Mm. and I remember after Christmas, we were talking about our presents. I said, oh, you know, like I got a really nice DVD from my mum (laughs) because that's, before like Netflix, mm. <laughs> it was, like, <laughs> it was still that love film. <laughs> yeah. It was still love film, not Netflix. And uh, I was like, "Oh, I got this really good DVD." And she was like, "Oh, I got Beats headphones." And you said, "Why?" Right. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Okay, <laughs> that's half of my monthly salary here." Um, okay, yeah. Wow. So they were really wealthy kids, um, and so that's another myth that like Africans are poor. Mm. Then, then. Mm-hmm. They're not all poor. Mm-hmm. Just in the same as other countries, yeah. there you have rich people and you have poor people. Mm-hmm. Um, and the children that I was teaching were at their wealthier end. Mm-hmm. Wow. And did you find, like, what was the biggest, like, cultural difference, I guess, between being a teacher here and being a teacher in Tanzania and then maybe thinking about mm. Qatar? The respect for teachers. Mm, okay. Very, very different. Right. Um, I feel that here 
pre-lockdown, I should probably <laughs> say, um, there is a lack of respect for teachers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and there's for, Sorry, is that from like the students or from the, con- like, the nation, how they view teachers? Or do you mean within the classroom, how the students see their teachers? I think, both? I, I think a bit of both. Mm-hmm. I think the nation, mm-hmm. I think, you know, there was a time where um, like mum would say, mm-hmm. oh, if I was bad at school, and my parent was brought in, you know, I would be told off. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, you know, it would be my fault, not the teacher's fault. Yeah, now yeah. it's more common for parents to blame us as mm-hmm. we're the problem. Right. So it's like, you know, your child's misbehaving in class, you're picking on them. Mm. You know, you're being mm-hmm. unfair or you're being racist or you don't understand or it's because you're not from this area that they've, they're arguing back, they're not working with us. Right. Yeah. And most teachers want the best for their students mm-hmm. um, and they want to work with the parents not against them mm-hmm. you know and I felt that there were occasions where you know parents were blaming me for their children I'm like I want to help them mm-hmm. I don't want them to fail mm-hmm. I you know I want them to to do the best of their ability but I'm gonna need some partnership right. here I can't do it by myself your child is out of order and yes, yes. and a rank yeah, absolutely so, yeah. and because I teach y- much younger children I try to build that foundation for them yeah, yeah. so if I'm asking a parent to read with their child once a week wow. and to write into in the book record mm-hmm. it's only once a week Mm -hmm. if you get it right now when Mm -hmm. that child has to do their GCSE homework Mm -hmm. or their coursework Mm -hmm. they will be used to sitting down with you and doing something with you or you know they'll be used to doing homework let's just start getting them prepared for future life Mm -hmm. um but some parents just think oh you know it's not like that yeah 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 whereas in Africa well you know in Tanzania and in Qatar, the parents are a little bit, no, are a lot more supportive mm. and sometimes a little bit pushy. Mm. Um, well, I can imagine if you're paying that amount of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. absolutely. You're paying for a service. You want to get the best out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the parents do respect you and, and they want to work with you, which mm. is a big difference. Mm. And, like, in terms of, um, I guess, lifestyle, what would you say, how does that differ from the UK, in both Tanzania and Qatar, like against the UK? Um, you just, the, the, the hours are shorter. Mm-hmm. Your teaching hours may be the same. I think in Tanzania, it was an hour longer than, than here, but it really didn't feel like it because when, I, when the children left, I near enough left with them because I had more PPA time so that's more that like planning preparation and assessment time right. um than in the uk so mm. i could get a lot of my paperwork done mm. within the school day right um and they were just a little bit more lenient with things you mm. know um and also um i've forgotten your question now um same what <laughs> <laughs> what, how does the, how does the lifestyle differ? All right, um, okay, yeah. so that's it. Less less homework for the teachers. Yeah, that's yeah. the big thing, um, and it's just they're cheaper countries. Like economy wise, right. you can do a lot more with your money. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was in Tanzania, not every weekend, but maybe once every half term, we would go in on safari, mm-hmm. and we'd go and like look at lions. And, <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. Liv would be like, yeah, no, yeah, these just gone to Kenya this weekend. I'm <laughs> like, what? Like, 
yeah, okay, yeah, yeah have fun, sis. And then I would see your your Instagram story and I'd be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> makes sense. Like, Casually if, if Nairobi, you can, like, why not? Yes, yeah, I'm just, just going partying in Nairobi or wow. just flying down to Zanzibar. Yeah, and traveling wow. is cheaper. Um, so it's just the lifestyle is a lot better Mm -hmm. Um, and I was definitely a lot happier there's less pressure as well Mm -hmm. you know there's no Ofsted there I think there's there's room for inspection I'm not saying you should get rid of uh, Ofsted but I think teachers need to be trusted more mm-hmm. you know we studied to be teachers yeah yeah, yeah. you know we're, we're not irresponsible people yeah. the majority of us work hard mm-hmm. why do we need to be constantly tested mm. um, that's really true yeah yeah yeah, uh, I think Ofsted mm. puts a lot of pressure on teachers. I even remember, like, when we were in school, you would know when Ofsted would be yeah. coming around because all the teachers looked so stressed. Yeah. They were on toes. Yeah, like, like, and they would, a teacher would wear a blazer that you've never seen them wear before <laughs> that is yeah. two sizes too small because they've only worn it since the last time Ofsted came in. But they would just look so stressed all the time. Yeah, yeah. So I can imagine, like you said, it's, they're almost driving people out of the profession because yeah. it's like that pressure mm. that I guess... And I'm, I'm glad that you were able to find a way to be the teacher that you wanted to be yeah mm-hmm. um instead of leaving the profession completely mm-hmm. you yeah. just you had to leave the country in order yeah. to have yeah. that freedom to to be the teacher that you wanted to be which is amazing um and what what like i kind of want to focus on that for a bit like what was that like moving country mm. to follow your dreams so to speak because i know that's kind of something that people think like oh like obviously you do it in your gap yeah <laughs> or like you would qualify and then maybe go straight abroad i know a lot of people do that like once they get the qualification like okay now i can go to dubai and teach or mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. so what was i mean without revealing your age if you don't wish to um, <laughs> okay what what was it like to move across the world um in your mid-20s after already teaching for four years and being an established primary school teacher in the UK, to then be like, okay, I'm going to move to East Africa, which mm. I've never been to in yeah. my life. Never, never been. How did you choose Tanzania as well yeah. like, as part of that? I was looking of... for jobs in Dubai mm. and uh, the Caribbean. Mm. Um, Jeez. Yeah. Cayman <laughs> Islands. <laughs> Cayman Ooh, Islands, yeah. Cayman. Nice. I thought, yeah, near to Jamaica, you know. Jamaica. Jamaica <laughs> me crazy. <Hey>. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, like, East Africa kept coming up, like Kenya and Tanzania. And I thought, well, maybe this is a sign. Maybe mm. God's trying to tell me something. Yeah. So I applied for two schools in Tanzania and then I interviewed for them and I was offered both jobs. So yes. I feel like that was it was my calling. I was supposed to go there. God yeah. wanted me to go there. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's it. And then the move from Tanzania to Qatar, was that intentional? Did you ever think about coming back to London? Like mm. what? Yeah, I was ready. After three years in Tanzania, I was ready to go back to England. I was obviously missing my little sister. That's me. That's me. Um, and I was kind of trying to link up with my... Um, Just like, in case anyone forgot what podcast they were listening yeah, to. absolutely. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, it's all right. I was trying to link up she with um, like old supply agencies that I used to work for. Mm. And... Uh, one of them had just opened an international department and okay. she was like, oh, I've passed your CV onto this department. I was like, but I don't, I didn't ask. <laughs> and then she was like, oh, but there's this school and uh, they're paying like three times what you're earning in Tanzania mm. and still like twice as much as the UK. You said, I'm listening. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and it's tax free. 
free accommodation. I was like, when you put oh, it like well, that. suddenly <laughs> I'm actually not missing live as much as I thought. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, well, it is a little bit closer and the flights are all right. They're not too expensive to get home. How long does it take to get from here to Uh Seven hours. Okay, okay. And Tanzania was? 11 with a stopover in Amsterdam. Bombard. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. So it was just But the airline, KLM, wonderful. Yeah, I don't... Oh, I love KLM. KLM. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. when we went down, I'm sure. Yeah, 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 I like KLM. Efficient. Yeah. Really efficient. Mm. Like like the Dutch, really efficient. Really efficient. And they give you those little waffles for your snacks. Oh, I stood up waffles. Oh my gosh, they're my favourite snacks. They're so tasty. (laughs) (laughs) Not an ad. (laughs) (laughs) There are other snacks available. (laughs) There are other waffles and brands from other countries available around the world (laughs) that you can enjoy. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, we need to go to Amsterdam. Let's get a flight. Let's do a sister's trip to Amsterdam. I'm inviting myself to that. Yeah, sure, girl. Come on, girl. My favorite European country. Yeah. So um, it was closer. Yeah. So it was you felt closer, like it was yeah that I could. And I thought, look, if I hate it, it's okay. I can leave mm. after a year. Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, and I had my Skype interview. Yeah, and that was it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hate it. And so, uh, yeah, this is like three years later. Wow. Still. And how do the like teaching in different countries compare? Like, do you have? Did you prefer Tanzania? Mm. Like, what was? Do you have a favorite? <laughs> I don't have a favourite. I love them love both the same. the same, but in different ways. Right. right. Um, Qatar, the, you know, the kids are great. The parents are really nice. They're very supportive. I've always had good experiences mm. um, there. And Tanzania, oh, I just loved, I loved working in a place where there were all black people because I had never experienced that before. Mm -hmm. Um, There's always been like a nice mix of people in London Mm -hmm. as it's so diverse, Mm -hmm. but not explicitly black. And I did really enjoy that. It's really affirming, isn't it? Yes, it is. That's one of the things that I loved the most about like studying in Barbados, that Mm -hmm. everyone was black. Mm -hmm. Like the doctors were black, the cleaners were black. Mm The shopkeeper was black. Like yeah. the, the people, even down to the billboards, yes. selling yes. The mortgages. I always find that crazy in Jamaica. Yeah, they're just like, like what? And yeah. obviously, I'd been to like Jamaica before, but when you actually live somewhere and see the daily functions of a country, yeah. everyone looks like you. Like, yes. that's so affirming. So I can imagine that that yeah, experience in Tanzania was really like, good. I felt like I was giving something back mm-hmm. um, in a way of being there. Just. Yeah, working there, contributing to tax and mm. teaching the children mm-hmm. and, you know, offering professional development to the other teachers. Mm. You know, I I really like that. I kind of, I feel like I might go back, not just now, panic <laughs> live. But maybe like live re- said, what? <laughs> yeah, maybe in retirement or something, yes. I would definitely consider going back. I really want to go to Tanzania, actually. Yeah. You need to go. Yeah. I'm going to Zanzibar on my honeymoon. Okay. Are you? Um, yeah, when we Episode went, like, 100 just and before, and yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna put a date on honey just yet. Um, <laughs> yeah. but I'm gonna bring your just yet. <laughs> not just yet, no. Um, but yeah, when when one I think for me one of the like sick things about um, D living abroad is I get to visit her. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I did. I visited her in Tanzania. Um, I think that was my first solo flight. Actually. It was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, um, I was shook. Yeah, you were shooketh. <laughs> Like, oh my gosh, what do I do? <laughs> and and I remember I didn't hear from you. Go living on. together, I think. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And that's when you brought back the sugar, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which, guys, if you don't know what a sugar is, um, it's 
I don't know it either. Um, <laughs> Liv looked at D like. Uh... It's a, yeah, it's like a it's a it's piece a wrap. Of yeah, it's a cloth, yeah. yeah, that um, the Maasai people wear. Yeah. Um, and it keeps you warm, in it. Like so yeah, it warm. keeps you warm. It I've, keeps you cool. Yeah. It's literally, purpose, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been wearing it all lockdown. Um, so for me, um, she has. Really yeah. yeah. He's yeah. like, mm, I don't know if I should expose yeah. her, but yeah, yeah, she has. Yeah. Um, for me, um, being able to visit D abroad has just mm. been sick because, like, mm. I don't know when I'd ever go to Tanzania. Yeah, like if or I'd Qatar, e- like, yeah, yeah. Or if I'd ever pick it. Um, so. It was so sick to go there. We went to Safari as well. We went to Zanzibar. So that was sick. Um, and also Qatar, I really, really did love. Um, and like, I have a question about Qatar. Yeah. Sorry to cut you. No, go on. Like, what's it like being a black person there? And that, that's a really, like, open question to yes. answer it how, how you wish. In my experience, it's a very positive experience there. Mm. I find that the locals treat me very with respect really like Mm. kind of anyone else um I don't feel that I am different there they just kind of accept but I think it's because there are quite a lot of black people there right I don't know and I was quite surprised by that I thought that there I would be more of a minority but the yeah there are um a lot of Ghanaians and Nigerians Mm. um and you know like British and Americans Mm -hmm. as well and I think yeah so it's just it's kind of like a melting pot of different nationalities in Doha. Yeah, I was going to say, talk a bit more about the... Because I didn't know, like, one, how small Qatar was, like, by population. 2.7 million. Yeah. And then out of that, how many are um, expats? 2 million. (laughs) Yeah. Pardon? (laughs) I know. Wow. So, yeah, we, we really outnumber... Yeah, because I was literally just about to ask you, like, yeah. what's the ratio mm-hmm. like? Like, is it, wow, two million yeah. expats? Crazy. Yeah. But st- some of those expats will include other Arabs. So there will be people, yeah. you know, Kuwaitis mm-hmm. and Omanis. And, yeah. Wow, you're really Egyptians. saying some words here that I never, like, you know when people, like, someone from Qatar? What would I call <laughs> yeah, them? Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Learning so much. That's yeah. amazing. So you've never had any, like, bad experiences in terms of... I have had two experiences and that was um just walking into a shop and i was being followed by um an asian person mm. and uh they like were a staff member a staff member of staff mm. and i think they were following me because they thought i was going to steal something mm-hmm. um and then when i spoke she was like oh you're english oh well, uh, you're but english. if you weren't you'd be stealing absolutely and you know um the Crime there is really low, really, mm. really low. People okay. are very well behaved there. Mm. You know, you can leave your car open, you can leave your door open, you wow. can have your bag in the trolley and walk away from it and nothing will happen. Wow. But, but talk about why that is. Uh, because the punishments are, are harsh. Um, right. If you commit a crime, mm. you go to prison, then you're deported, and then you lose that lovely lifestyle <laughs> that you have. That right. tax free salary. Yeah, as a right. teacher, it, yeah. It's the penalties are quite high. Absolutely. Mm. So you want to behave yourself. Yeah. And what about for the Qatari? Qataris? Oh, yeah, yeah girl. <laughs> Qatari people. Oh, I've been listening. Look at you, yeah, culture not swine. Move here. Culture not swine. Love that. Culture little chicken. <laughs> um, do they, like, is crime, is crime, I don't know really know how to answer, ask this question because I guess you said if um, I guess an expat commits a crime they'll mm-hmm. get deported for the Qataris is there quite 
um, lengthy kind of prison yes. sentences as well. So it's for everyone. It's yeah. not just yeah, for expats. Yeah, it's for everyone. Okay. Yeah. okay. Wow. Everyone. And the fines are very high, you wow. know. Uh, jumping a red light it's like two thousand pounds you know huh just wow yeah, it's, crazy, it's really high right mm. okay interesting um, and also like another angle i kind of want to talk about so obviously like qatar is a um, muslim country yeah and um what a lot of people didn't know and i didn't know before this that tanzania is also uh predom- predominantly muslim is that correct? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um so i know sometimes as women um so for black women, it's twofold. <laughs> like everything, as always. Um, so, like, you have the aspect of, like, travelling while black, which mm-hmm. we'll go into as well, um, but also travelling as a woman mm-hmm. and then travelling as a black woman. Okay. So, being in Tanzania and Qatar, how did you feel as a black woman in those countries, mm-hmm. especially focusing on um, the the Muslim aspect that I know a lot of people would have um, stereotypes or assumptions that, like, oh, you can't wear this, you can't do this, you can't do that. So how... Again, kind of like a um, perception versus reality mm-hmm. or myth versus reality. How does that? How how did you? How do, how were those experiences for you mm-hmm. as a black woman in both those countries? I mean, in Tanzania it was fine because mm-hmm. you know most people thought that I was Tanzanian, <laughs> okay. and uh, before my Swahili became intermediate. Ooh, <laughs> All right, okay, it's not intermediate anymore. <laughs> but, um, Kabari, Kabari, yeah. Ka- shit. <laughs> What's that? Habari. Habari. Like, good day. How are you? Because oh, you were teaching me some Swahili. Yeah. Karibu. That's what I was trying to say. That's what, welcome. Well, you're welcome. Karibu. Right. Rebound pod. And, yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. And oh. Asante Sanos. Thank you very much. Hey! Good job! Put it here. I, I do love Swahili. By the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Let the record show. <laughs> no, I do love Swahili. If I could like learn a language, yes. if I had right, because I, I can. I was like, you right, no. Can. Listen, <laughs> if I had the energy, or if I could make the effort to learn a language, it would probably be Swahili. Yeah, it's such a beautiful language. language. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it is. And you already know some words from like The Lion King. Yeah, loads yeah. of the- that's so true. Mm-hmm. I literally was like, where? But then no, all throughout, right? Um, yeah, like different characters um, have. Uh, are like the Swahili, Swahili words. Right. Rafiki. Yeah, Simba is lion. Rafiki means Would friend. You look at that. Oh, I know. I'm going to watch The Lion King now. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know Swahili. <laughs> Beginners. Um, <so> literally. <laughs> um, intro. Um, so, how do you, yeah, how did it fare being a black woman? Yeah. Um, and you can separate to being black when we then talk about Qatar, mm. being black and then being a woman and both um, in these countries for the reasons aforementioned. Yeah, well, yeah, Tanzania, as I said, like people would just accept me and they would talk to me in Swahili and mm-hmm. I'd respond and wow. they'd often think that I was Kenyan. Okay. Um, and they would ask if I, they would ask me, you know, are you, oh, you Kenyan? And I'd say, no. Oh, you must, you must be American. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm British. And they're like, but how? <laughs> wow. Because they just, that's actually the first, time that I realized that they were very few black British celebrities because I couldn't name any and because I didn't watch The Wire (laughs) I didn't know that Idris was the only one repping for us because that was literally the first one that came into my head yeah it wasn't until one of my friends American friends said oh yeah like Idris Elba from The Wire and I was like yeah yeah that's what I'm from (laughs) yeah 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 but I had to explain like yeah so my grandparents are from Jamaica and they go Bob Marley (laughs) yes Bob Marley Bob yep 
That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's the far right. Yeah. That's yeah. that's it. But it's it's okay coming from a Tanzanian person. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they didn't really understand it, but they treated me very well. So moving around the country was was fine. Mm. Um. I think it was a little bit different for my friends who were white. Okay. Um. But for me, it was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, different in what way? Uh, different in that uh, Mazungu, yeah. Mazungu. That means white person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I know that yeah. one. Why do I know that? Did you teach me that one? Yeah, possibly. I think so. Oh no, I, I remember. To, isn't it when you went to the Gambia? What's the um, oh, uh, Tubabo. <laughs> so basically, my dad lives in Gambia, yeah. and um, like the the kids on the compound call him Tubabo yeah. because he. <laughs> Okay, so they used to call him white. So I think it means white man or it's like synonymous to white man. Yes. And it's because back in um, when like Gambia was colonized by Britain, mm-hmm. they used to pay the local um, Gambians two bobs to like do yeah. a day's work. Mm-hmm. So they now call foreigners two babo. So oh, that's why they call it, yeah. So I, I, I don't know exactly if they have a name for like white people in the same way Mzungu, but I think the first time I heard Mzungu was... Um, at like some sort of Rasta event they were speaking uh-huh. about it because they speak they use a lot of Swahili words as well oh, when they're sick. speaking and Wazungu is plural is that or what's I don't know. you can say Wazungu yeah which is, yeah many plural yeah okay thought so mm. so because they were white they yeah. they had different experiences yeah mm. um so for example I would be quoted a cheaper price than they would for wow. something okay um not black privilege <laughs> basically <laughs> yeah black privilege wow. they, they would say oh d you know oh you go up to the bar because you'll be served first and that That's would crazy. be true wow. you know and I'd have to say Where like no 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 so that person was first, and they're like, no, 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 <laughs> no. Anyway, <laughs> no. What, what are you drinking? <laughs> wow. So it was, yeah, it was very, very different. Mm. Um, in Qatar, um, they're just fair, pretty much fair to everyone. Okay. Um, the customer service in that country is just second to none. Really? It is amazing. Mm-hmm. So wow. when I come to England and there isn't someone packing my bags <laughs> and there isn't someone asking me how my day was, I'm right. like, what on earth? <laughs> Get me back to the yeah. yeah, The ghetto. Get me out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, don't you want your job? Where is <laughs> <laughs> Over there, it's just really, really good. It's almost like, you know, if you went into like House of Fraser or yeah. other... Wow. High-end Any shops. Other, other shops are available. <laughs> other shops are available uh, on Oxford Circus, Oxford Street. Um, but yeah, it's like everyone gets treated really well. Mm. Um, and and so I nice. think even from my experience when visiting Qatar, yes, well-traveled also, um, is that I feel like they want to do it. Like I don't feel like right. they're doing it because their manager's in the corner right. or like where I feel like in America it's very animated and mm. you're like, hey there, how was your day? Literally, like, and even if it is genuine, down. you're like, just turn it down lightly. <laughs> and I'm like, pass watches. Like, you're doing way too much. I'm fine. I don't need your help. I will ask you if I need your help. Like in Qatar, it just seems very much like, oh, that's lovely. It's pleasant. Mm. Yes, very pleasant. it is. It's like, okay, oh, yeah. That's nice. Um, and then, like, as so then that's kind of your experience as a black woman, mm-hmm. as a black person. As a woman in Qatar, how does it fare compared to, I guess, what the, um, yeah, what, what people think, what the assumptions are? Mm-hmm. Um, because I know even when I went there, I was pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, so talk about your experiences as, as a woman in Qatar, yeah. I suppose. People think that um, women are oppressed there. Mm-hmm. Um, and in my opinion, that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Um, people also think that everyone, all women need to wear like an abaya, so mm-hmm. like a black 
covering or, or a hijab mm-hmm. and cover our hair. We don't. Mm-hmm. We do need to dress modestly. So mm-hmm. make sure that your, your shoulders and your knees are covered. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that your top's not too low. Uh, but that's quite easy to follow. In my opinion, that's quite easy to follow, especially mm-hmm. because there's AC everywhere. So if you're right. wearing a crop top <laughs> and a and bus riders, you're you're going to freeze. Mm. It's like 20 degrees inside everywhere. So you wouldn't go outside in London when it's 20 degrees with like a tiny little top on. I mean, we would. I mean, some people might, but... People yeah. always said like, certain yeah. demographics. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, yeah. not the demographics. So, um, yeah, it makes sense. But, I mean, women there are treated very well. In some supermarkets, there will be, um, like, cashier tills only for women, okay. um, women and families. Mm. Um, if you go into uh, maybe, like, the post office, there'll be, like, a seating area, and it might be plastic chairs for men and then a sofa <laughs> for the women. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, okay. The list, the list goes on. You know, there <laughs> are certain that... times where in par- some parks or areas of parks, mm. um, they'll say it's only for women and families or only families, right. but women are also allowed, yeah. um, but no men, okay. just so that, it, you know, it has a different experience. But also uh, amongst the expats, mm. there are a lot more men than women. I'm right. not sure about the numbers, mm. uh, but it's definitely, there's more than half men and do you think that is because women are maybe unsure about Mm. what their experience would be like in Qatar that they maybe wouldn't want to apply for a job there absolutely I think and and there's a lot of scaremongering Mm -hmm. and also confusion with Saudi Arabia it's a different country they border each other but they're very different countries Mm. Um, and Qatar is just a little bit more forward thinking um, a bit more open right Mm -hmm. um so, you know, you can drink alcohol in the hotels. Mm. Um, you, yeah, you just have it. You can go out as a couple. You can date, mm. you know, don't hold hands or kiss in public. <laughs> don't That's, move mad. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> and, and actually, who wants to see two people snogging in the yeah. street? Let's be honest. Not me. I don't want to see. And when I come home, I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> Massive culture shock. Dianne gets such... Such a big culture shock. Even really? like, obviously, we had the heat wave over the weekend, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be like thirty-seven degrees. Like, what? How much little clothes can I wear yeah. and still not be naked?" And then she was like, "Why do you think just because it's hot that you shouldn't wear a lot of clothes?" And I was like, "Because it's hot." <laughs> like, I was like, "Your question." Uh, but she was so like, "What?" Like, it was it was such a confusion, and I was like. Hun, I'm allowed. To, I don't have to dress modestly here. <laughs> it's hot. Warm. And do you know what I mean? It's hot. I'm going to skin out. That's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm allowed. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you do get a bit of culture shock. But I think it is that thing that like, when you're living in a hot country, clothes, so like jeans and a top and mm-hmm. stuff isn't weird to wear. Like it yes. doesn't feel too hot. <laughs> That's what you like, I remember yeah. the first time I wore jeans in Barbados, I was like, I'm different. <laughs> and it was like two weeks in and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm wearing yeah. jeans. And then it got to the point where like it would get to 25 degrees and I was a bit chilly. Like I was wearing a hoodie. <laughs> but I think it's because you were climatized, yes, obviously. Yeah. So when you come back to the UK, you're like, oh no, this is nothing. Yeah. yeah. But but then you see people skinning out like Liz. Mm. Like me. <laughs> and I appreciate that you might want to skin out because you can't travel, especially at the moment. <laughs> 
Um, but it's not it's not necessary. You know, mm. I, I don't need to show my shoulders. It's it's okay. I can wait until I go to the beach, or right. you know, if I'm in my garden or my friend's garden, it's it's okay. It's n- it's not a big thing to me. Mm-hmm. And what what temperature is it over there? Like, is it at the moment? I mean, we're in August yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like forty five to fifty. <laughs> is that Celsius? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is. Yeah, it's actually a really really hot time Mm. Uh, but it's also quite nice my friend messaged me earlier to say that it's not humid anymore so you can go out and you're not really sweating because it's just it's dry heat yeah it's just that lovely dry heat i love dry heat wow i think i like dry heat but to be honest heat is heat for me i'm like it's hot literally outside in the sun like i don't yeah yeah. literally wow it's like being in a sauna you're living in a sauna wow that doesn't sound comfortable though (laughs) <laughs> Honestly, come and visit. Come and visit. No, no, I would love to. It is like, yeah, it is a it is a sick country to go to. And I think like definitely if you're someone that is considering going abroad or travelling abroad, try and speak to people that have lived in that country yeah. or like have visited that country many times. Because actually, I think I'm definitely guilty of this. Like, I'll hear a country name and I'll be like, no, it's racist, I can't go. Yeah. But like, that's, that's me. I've that not actually me. spoken to someone that's been to that country to be like, actually, how was it? Mm. Because I think there would, like, before, I know even like amongst our family, people had all kinds of thoughts about like, you're going to Qatar, like you're going to work in the Middle East. And it not being Dubai, which is like the only place that people know in the Middle East, yeah. Yeah, myself yeah. included before you moved over. Yeah. There are so many like, you sure you want to go there? But actually like, it's not a war-torn country. Yeah. You're actually safer from any kind of terrorism or what anyone might think in Qatar than you are in the United Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're having a better quality of life. Mm. You're pro- you're not going to get catcalled in Qatar like I am Absolutely over here. Not, no matter no. what you're wearing. Wow. You're probably not going to be disrespected by a man like I would. Like there's so many mm. benefits actually from bits. So I think, yeah, I'm definitely guilty of it, but kind of assuming you know everything about a country maybe because you've just always heard that country's racist mm-hmm. or they treat women X way there or their country's like this or their people are like that. So, um, yeah. Have you I'm, always been like that? Like just, you know, open-minded about going to different places or like doing different things or do you feel like living in different countries has made you a bit more open-minded? I think living in different countries. But first of all, actually, mum loves to travel mm-hmm. and she used to take us to different places. So I think that kind of opened our eyes and right. she used to encourage us to go to different countries. Mm-hmm. And then I think moving to Tanzania helped me to explore. Like I'd never thought of going to South Africa mm-hmm. until I moved to the continent. Right. And then, you know, then I was like, oh, great, I'm going to go to South Africa and I've got a friend there. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go visit her and go on safari there and you know it does open your eyes but I do think that uh, for us as black people what I've realized especially this year mm-hmm. is um, that there is we have to sometimes be careful or mm-hmm. I think we're told to be careful don't go to this country because it's racist mm-hmm. yeah. um, but not every country is like that mm-hmm. um, and I think as black people who like to travel Mm -hmm. um we need to go to the continent more there's not enough of us i think after after the pandemic calms down or or disappears i think as black people black british people we need to go to africa and and stop going 
not well, I am going to say this, stop going to these European countries and getting drunk and, mm. you know, going to Napa or I don't know where it's called now. Not shade to me. No. <laughs> uh, look, I, I went to those places too, yeah. you know, I went to those places too. However, I think it's really important to support the tourism in Africa. Go yeah, on safari, go to Ghana, go and find out where we came from, yeah. but also go and party with the locals. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was just going to say. It doesn't aunties. have to be like, oh, I'm going to go to this country and come yeah. back woke. Like, yeah. Yeah. turn up and like, when Literally I went to Tanzania, we were getting lit. Like, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. in Zanzibar, you know, there are places to go, you know, just learn more about other cultures. 100%. Yeah. I, I'm such a big advocate for that. Like, mm. I would more so, like, want to travel to Africa. I mean, I've always been like that. Yeah, yeah. Than anywhere in Europe, really. Yeah. Because, like, I want to give back to the continent, but yeah. also because I feel like there is so much to learn. Absolutely. And just because I'm black doesn't mean that I don't have... Yeah, all of those things to learn yeah, and the yeah, places yeah. to go. So, and also the it. people that you come across, you can educate them as well yeah. about our experiences yeah, yeah, because yeah. a lot of people just think that there are no black people in Britain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and there are, we are proof there are at least three of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, proof. That is an amazing note to end on, I think. I think definitely after the pandemic, we've got to reframe how we look at travel and just. Just yeah, man, get out there and just learn about different cultures because there's so much to so much to learn. So we're gonna wrap the episode up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are we gonna get sis to, to yeah, play an affirmation quick, card. You can choose which deck you want. Yeah, so we have the love and relationships and we have the um general um affirmations deck. I'm gonna go for love and relationships. Oh, yeah. go for I'll it. I'll put my deck away then. <laughs> <laughs> so you just, you know, shuffle it, okay. see what card, if there's a card I'm that rubbish kind of calls at you. No, it, okay. whichever oh. card you pull out is the right card. Oh, so okay. So it's, it's not like a, it doesn't have to be completely oh, random. There's no rules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. What have you got? Oh, I've got, it's, <laughs> it's got a little clock. It's a little clock, yes. man. It's running and it's reliability. Ooh. I am reliable. When I say I'll do something, I take whatever that something is seriously. This applies to all commitments, even the ones that maybe seem small and insignificant to a less reliable me. Mm-hmm. From now on, flaking is just for dandruff commercial <laughs> yes. and cereal factories. Yes. Love that. <laughs> Thank you. That, that is, funny. is uh, really funny because yeah. I have bad timekeeping. <laughs> Think of that little clock every time I'm you're running late. I'm going to be thinking of that clock now. <laughs> running, man. I'm going to try and be on time. Oh, I man. promise. My yeah. friends and family. <laughs> You've said that now. It's going out on the airwaves, by the way. I know. Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> we'll hold you accountable. Um, okay, yeah. So this has been um, amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Deej, can you tell us where everyone can find us? Of course. So you can find us at The Rebound Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, hashtag The Rebound Pod to keep the conversation going. You can find me on Instagram at Khadija underscore Rose. You can find Olivia at Olivia Perlita. Would you like to plug anything, sis? Without the filter. Oh, yes, we love a supportive sister. Yeah, without the filter. It's brilliant. Thank you, babe. Love that. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been great speaking to you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's Thank been you. lovely. Come and visit me in Qatar, girl. Yes, I will okay, be. I will we definitely will. be. We will. Thank you so much, okay, everyone. babes. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening, as always, on your continual support. Mm-hmm. And we'll catch, catch you on you the, the next, next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.